Welcome to the Luxury of Life podcast. My name is Maya and this podcast is for listeners who are really trying to dive deep and understand life itself and how we can live it to the fullest because that's what we deserve. And with that, if you're ready, keep listening. Hey everyone, it's your girl Maya and today's episode is going to be about how to cope with stress and anxiety and we're continuing our how-to series and also like I said from the last episode we have a special guest for today and yeah go ahead and introduce yourself yeah so thank you for having me my name is Zyra and I connected with Maya on Instagram, actually. I mm-hmm. had found her on Instagram and I also have my own podcasts on wellness and mental health and everything in between, just basically everything related to the human experience. And so I saw Maya's page and I hit her up and I was like, hey, let's do a collaboration because I love what you're putting out there. And I would, I was really interested in seeing your perspective on mine and then also gracious enough that you were allowing me to put my perspective on your platform as well so I'm happy to be here (laughs) yeah like she said we met on Instagram so definitely any opportunities come up y'all please just say yes and open up to opening up for your platform if you're trying to grow as well in anything that you do and yeah let's get into today's topic so how to cope with stress and anxiety As always, I like to start off with like a little definition or like the meaning behind what we're talking about. And with anxiety and stress, I wanted to ask you, Zara, like, what do you think like the meaning behind anxiety and stress is like in your own words? Yeah, so I would say stress and anxiety is innately an alert system for your body. You know, stress and anxiety on at a certain level is a healthy thing because it allows you it helps you be safe right so your body's natural response to any potential threat or danger but it really just depends how we cope with it and how we recognize it and that's why I, I was really excited to talk about this with you today because everybody on some level has dealt with stress or anxiety on some level but so many people don't know how to cope with it or even know how to process it and I for sure did not know how to deal with it up until very recently so it's it's so interesting that it's such a daily thing like everyone knows what it's like to be stressed or anxious but a lot of people don't know how to process it so yeah I'm just excited to talk about it today yeah and I feel the same way when it comes to stress and anxiety there's a good part of it and then there's that part of it where it could be debilitating and it can put you in a position where it starts to become depression or it starts to put you in a place where you want to hide it and not be able to get help from others or allowing yourself to just ask questions and opening yourself up to get the help that you need and like with that going into from the definition and the meaning of it I want my audience of course to understand like where are you in that position where are you with your stress and anxiety we're all at different stages of life like Zara I'm younger than you 
and you've gone through college and graduated you've already experienced life in itself and I'm still going through that stuff I'm still currently in school so we're both at different stages in life but we still have that stress and anxiety that we go through and even though we're in different positions I want you guys to understand having this conversation and learning how to cope with it you have to know where you are in the start of it know where you're standing right now And I also learned about high-functioning and low-functioning anxiety. In a recent class that I took about stress and anxiety, with high-functioning anxiety, you, I talked about earlier on how you hide it. You're the type of person that hides your anxiety when you're showing that you're very well organized or you're hardworking at your job or at the school that you're going to or in front of your family, you're trying to hide the fact that your mind is at chaos and you're actually stressing out, but you don't want to show other people that. And then with low functioning, you are the type of person that completely shows it. Your whole life is a mess and you don't know what to do about it. So Zara, I wanted to ask you, like, where do you, have you ever been through high functioning, low functioning, maybe a mix of it? Like, where do you see yourself when it comes to stress? in those types of anxiety like where do you see yourself oh yeah yeah so some context on my experience with anxiety and stress i have dealt with an anxiety disorder since i was about 15 or 16 i'm now 26 it's been about 10 years and so i would say majority of the time in the past 10 years i have been high functioning anxiety so i'm the type of person I love to be busy I love to be constantly doing something and I actually thrive when I'm stressed and busy (laughs) just because like I I, like I I can get so much done and be fine and you can tell I'm a little frazzled but Mm -hmm. I I have my 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 stuff together but when I have my either anxiety or panic attacks that is definitely when I become low functioning And when I first started developing panic attacks and anxiety attacks around like 15, 16, they were multiple times every day, really short bursts. And within my early 20s to late mid 20s, it came in waves. So I would have a really bad episode, but it would last either weeks or maybe a month of Mm -hmm. this constant stress and anxiety. And then it would disappear for maybe a few months. And I'm so glad to say now, this is the first year within the past 10 years, I can say like I haven't dealt with any anxiety, any depression, none of it, thank God. But Mm -hmm. I have definitely experienced both the high and the low functioning. And it's definitely a roller coaster. (laughs) Yes, it really is a roller coaster. And I have experienced it as well. I think like the major parts of it for me was definitely when I started college. Um, I'm a very introverted, shy person. So being able to talk to people and get out there more and like understand myself better when it came to just the environment and not just me in my bubble, that caused a lot of stress because at one point I cared about what other people thought of me or I cared about what people had to say. And I really had to grow out of that because I wanted to become the person that I wanted to become and once I started doing that I I noticed and realized like why do I have to put so much pressure on me to be that person when that's not even me so with that I've definitely felt like 
that stress has been high and low for me, especially now I'm almost finished with school. So now that stress is, I want to say it's a back and forth. It's always a battle. It comes and goes, like you said, it's like waves. I find myself just in like, okay, maybe I should be to myself today. And then other days, oh, let me get out and be the social butterfly that I know I can be. And it's just hard sometimes going back and forth between that. Mm -hmm. So, So we've talked about how like, the defining it what it means to us and the differences and understanding where you are at that point and going from like understanding where we are and like our little bit of experience of the highs and the lows what do you do in those moments what are your coping mechanisms or things that you do to better yourself when it comes to having high or low stress and anxiety I think the most practical one that everybody can start implementing and this is what I started doing recently was just grounding exercises so there's one that involves all your five senses so you list off things that you can see you can hear you can smell taste feel and that just kind of helps you get out of your head and grounded that you know you're in a safe space you're fine you're okay so that that's one automatically that I started doing and that people listening can start doing just start listing off things all your senses start listing that off there's the box breathing so five seconds hold your breath and then five seconds let it out wait five seconds do it again Mm -hmm. that just helps you lower your heart rate and that's immediately what's going to help you get to a state of where you can relax and be a little bit more level-headed, especially mm-hmm. when when you get caught up in the anxiety. It can, things can amplify really quickly. Journaling has been a big one for me. Even for people that, you know, you don't have your journal with you, record yeah. a video of yourself and just start ranting to your phone. Yeah. I... I went through a breakup earlier this year and that was one of the main things I did on my car rides from work when I'm like need a rant or I'm emotional crying in my car. (laughs) I would literally record myself just having a conversation and I would later when I was in a better headspace listen to it and it honestly helped me so much because you get the benefit of going to therapy without having to actually be with a therapist. You're getting everything that needs to get off your chest and having a moment to just say what you need to say feel what you need to feel and then you can watch it later and reflect on it so i would say off the top of my head those those things have been very beneficial to me and from friends i know that have tried it or have we've talked about it as well they've said those things have been really helpful for them as yeah i know for me journaling is a big thing for me i've talked about it before on my platform and i just i stand by it i have a notebook one of my friends recently asked me, it was like, what do you write in your notebook? Like, I always see you writing something. I have one specific notebook where I just jot down my thoughts and how I'm feeling or things I have to do today. Like, it just helps me to write it down and get through the day. And I just have to keep it on me to keep myself grounded, like you said, and definitely with breathing as well. I know I do martial arts. So With martial arts as well, we've learned about breathing, we've learned about stretching, and we've learned how to, you know, just take a minute and focus on yourself and just to continue to grow in those different aspects with your body and your mind mentally and spiritually as well. So I know that helps me and just 
talking to people like even with the recording I have a friend that does that as well I didn't know she did it until way later on she brought up a recording to me and she was like I want you to listen to this with me and like I want you to talk about it and I was like oh and she literally had this recording of her ranting and talking about how she felt and she was like let's talk about it and I was like all right let's do it so even with the recording definitely that's a great idea I've seen that done by multiple people and just talking about it as well with people can help too and one question just popped up in my head I like to talk about like different aspects when it comes to life so how do you or how would you handle a stressful moment when it comes to work specifically and then versus your personal life when it comes to like family or social life just in general? Yeah. So with work, especially when you're in work and you're super stressed out, go to the bathroom, take a moment to yourself. If you need to hide in the stall for like a hot minute, <laughs> take a breath, you know, like, okay, you're fine whether you pray, whether you meditate, just something, just have a conversation with yourself, you know, like, okay, you know, we're fine. We're having a moment, but it's okay. You know, we got this, like who saw, you know, like <laughs> whatever you need to do, <laughs> you're fine. If it's with family, I honestly, for some context, that was a big part of my stressor because I grew up specifically with my mom, a very hostile environment. Yeah. I was on survival mode 24-7 ever since I was a little kid. You, again, hide in the bathroom, hide in your room. If you need to step outside, even if you're in the car and it's stressed out, like if you feel like there's like no boundaries and privacy, just check out in your head and just have a moment and just check in with yourself and you know, you're fine, you're okay. Unless you're physically in danger, like, you know, you just like have a moment with yourself and just have some space. But it, I think the big thing, it's kind of the whole thing of like mind over matter where not not to downplay it because I, I totally have been there where it's everything feels super stress, like super stressful and you're yeah. anxious and everything is just way too much. But just have a moment where you can just take a deep breath and ground yourself. If you need to lay on the floor, that's also another thing. Like doing some yoga, laying on the floor and just distracting yourself do something physical because you release the endorphins in your body just find a good positive outlet for yourself because that will help you kind of get out of your head because especially yeah. when you deal with anxiety you're all caught up in it and so just find some way where you can get out of your head out of I, yeah oh definitely especially pinpointed on the family dynamics my family dynamic is very very interesting to say the least that was just leave it to <laughs> interesting so like sometimes going back to what we were talking about, like having those people around, I know like I have friends like, hey, I just need to come over just for a little bit, a few moments, not for long. I need to get out of this space, this environment, because it's not good for me. And to have that as well, be a part of that, make sure you guys who are listening to make sure you have those people and you have those, that space where you could get away and calm yourself and regulate yourself back to being normal. Do you have any like questions or anything that you want to talk about that I haven't said yet? Yeah, I think anxiety looks very different for everybody. Mm -hmm. And so I think we're doing a much better job on creating awareness on mental health. But there is that side of people where they kind of like to do a 
quote unquote competition of who has the worst mental health and like, oh, <laughs> I, I have it worse than you. So don't, if you're dealing with somebody, you know, that seems like they have it worse, quote unquote, or have a lot more on their plate and you feel like you're in the place where you can't share how you're feeling because you don't think you're as justified, drop that mindset. That was me for a while where I felt like, well, someone might have it worse, so I don't have room to complain. You're not complaining, you know, you're allowed to share how you feel because we're human we're all going to feel something at some point. Yeah. It's, it's just really getting past that barrier of the fear of being vulnerable. And like how I started my platform, I have always had a hard problem with being vulnerable and self-compassionate. And once I was able to get past that, my life has just been so much better because I'm able to be more authentically myself. You weed out the people that are meant to be in your life. If like, let's say you have friends that aren't about that, then maybe they shouldn't be in your life for whatever reason, you know? Yeah. It sucks at the beginning. I'm not going to sugarcoat <laughs> it. It might, it might be really rough, but once you get past that, you're going to thank yourself so much. So if there was anything a person should take from this episode today, what is that one thing you want that listener to know? Anyone listening, I just want you to know you're not alone. Mm-hmm. There, trust me. Even if there's a time in your life where you feel like you have no one to talk to, there is somebody you can talk to. And, you know, I think it's great now we're in a place where therapy is more accessible. Like, there's better help. You can go, like, you know, I had Kaiser and you can do counseling right away from that if you really need it. You know, depending on your your insurance and all that, you know, it varies, but it's way more accessible than it used to be yeah if you have a friend that you trust they're there they're your friend for a reason so you know you're allowed to quote unquote use them as a resource you know i think the biggest reason why i started my platform was i wanted to start helping take away the stigma of talking about your mental health and i'm very gracious that my really close circle of friends we always without a doubt start talking about our mental health or wellness it somehow some way it always comes up and you know we were able to have a, a space where we can just be open and vulnerable and i think if you have at least that one friend that family member that mentor you know your therapist just somebody that you can reach out to heck even a stranger that's yeah. like a counselor. Like there's someone I tr- I bet you there's someone in your circle that you can talk to. And it's very scary. It's 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 a very vulnerable thing. I I totally understand. I hated being open and needing anybody's help. But once you can get past that and share, that is the best thing you can do because the worst thing that you can do for yourself is just hold everything in. Because your body will let you know when yeah. it's done. Yeah. The stress will manifest into something physical without a doubt. Some way, whether it's a headache, you get a cold, For you get sure. sick, you know, something. So the best thing you do is just take a deep breath, relax, and just talk to somebody because somebody will listen. Well that is the end i want to thank you guys so much for listening and of course you gotta find out where zara's platform is i want to let her have some time to explain where you can find her and listen to her podcast as well so zara 
go ahead and tell us where we can find you. Yes, so my podcast is called Complex Like Wine. And so on Instagram, you can find it there. TikTok, same thing. I just built a website this week. So whenever time you're listening, the website will be up. If you just Google Complex Like Wine, you'll find it. If you wanted to follow my personal Instagram, which I still post like mental health stuff on that as well. It's Z-A-R-M-E-N-D-A, Zarmenda. But that's where I kind of post like my daily stuff if you wanted to for whatever reason, check me out. (laughs) But no, I, yeah, if you're all about mental health and wellness, I would definitely suggest just checking out my podcast because, you know, we, I bring on different guests every week and talk about different things regarding life and on the occasion, have a glass of wine, depending on the podcast episode. So yeah, that's me. All right. And thank you again for just reaching out to me and having this opportunity. I was so excited when you asked because like I said I have a hard time reaching out sometimes so the fact that you did it I was like oh I'm so down I'm so down let's do it so thank you again and you guys know where to find her please reach out please go follow her and listen to her stuff as well she is amazing and we're trying to do big things out here so thank you so much and as always thank you guys for listening and I love you guys kisses (laughs) bye Oh, you thought the show was over? I have one more thing for you guys. If you have any questions, thoughts, concerns, comments that you want me to hear about today's topic, please follow me on Instagram. Send me a message. You can also send me messages through my website, my personal website for my podcast. And you can also send me an audio message. So if you want to hear your voice on my next episode, go at it. As always, thank you so much for listening, guys. I love you. And yeah, kisses.